welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy, and as always, I am joined by... Jay Lit the Kid, what is good? What is going on, everyone? Episode 52, rolling right along over here. Proud Mary, just rolling. Yeah, like it ain't no thing. Mm. Uh, How's everybody doing out there? Uh, Hope you guys told a couple of your kiddos and friends about the pod. We are gaining traction over here. Yes. Uh, We've got... um, we got a fun little episode uh, for you guys today. Um, we are going to hit on some of the uh, the things that are happening in the social media worlds. Mm. Uh, uh, I've got a little, I got a little Super Bowl rant. Yeah? I got a little rant-ski. Okay. Um, but uh, before we get into any of that stuff, how was the weekend, bud? Weekend was good. I saw you Saturday. You came out. Yeah. Thank you for supporting. Of course, of course. We were crew thick up in that bitch. Yeah, we were good. Uh, shout out to Laser Wolf. Happy birthday. Happy 11th. Happy 11th birthday. Alex's favorite number. Favorite number. 11. Sticks. <laughs> okay. I was, I mean, I was a Chipper Jones, uh, you know, that was my favorite baseball growing up. He was number 10. Yeah, I was about to say. I thought he was 10. He was 10, and I was always 10, and when I finally got, uh, when I made the travel ball team, because it was like a, this really big travel ball team, you had like tr- all these tryouts and shit, and it was like, you know, I, I couldn't play Little League anymore. My parents were like, yo, you gotta start playing travel ball, like this Little League, this competition sucks. Yeah, you're giant. Yeah, so when I made the team, it was big time, but the best player on mm. the team... Mm. Who was a couple years older than me? Who had number ten? Seniority, baby. Yeah, totally respectful. So I just said, "Give me the next." I'll be one better. Yeah. So the guy said, "Yeah, give me, give me sticks," and uh, and then you know, actually, I later, I be, I then uh, went on to become, and for the longest time, you don't know this, but. Early on, uh, up until like my freshman year of high school, I my nickname was Bonus. Oh, that's what oh, my hello. That's what my coach used to call it. Yo, like he when he would make the lineup card, it'd be like Yo, Bonus, batting fourth. Uh, are you what? What's the background there? Well, because um, I was kind of like the diamond uh, uh, in the rough. Apparently, like you know, everyone that that, that tries out for this travel ball team. They're coming from either like other travel ball teams or other like, you know, like better leagues. And I was from this really, I played in this really shitty, obscure little league, like mm. where I, where I grew up in, in my district. It was like terrible field, terrible competition, Love that. really small, Love that. like only had like four teams. Like I always remember that they could never get like more than like four or five teams where like other leagues had like. Lots of teams. Yeah, 10, 12, yeah. 14, whatever. So, yeah. and actually, Chris Cody's mom and dad, early, they they knew the, the, the travel ball team out in Plantation, the, the, the Plantation Stars. Okay. And they were the ones that, like, they knew the, the coach, and they were the ones that, uh, you know, told they my parents. They called in the favor. They told Yeah, they told my parents, like, yo, you guys got to get Alex and, like, the travel ball team. Like, we know the coach. Like, Wanted to come out to like your next game, so like the travel ball coach came out to like my next little league game, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Okay, he can try out." 
Yeah, he's going to be the bonus. Yeah, and then so when I made the team and, like, I was, you know, I was pretty good, he was like, oh, man, this kid's a bonus. Like, you know, like, we already were good, but now we got this, like, this little guy. Love that. Uh, That's the story. Once again, still (laughs) keeping things from me. I thought we were past this part of the relationship. That's fine. Quick uh, numbers related. What did I learn? uh, Or what what am I going to teach you this week? Michael Jordan was famously number 23. Yes. And he was always playing against his older brother, Larry. And he always wanted to be as good as Larry. Uh But that was the older bro. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he was much better than Larry down the road. Yeah. But he always said he wanted to be half as good as as his brother. So his brother was always 45. So he picked 23. There we go. Then, I don't know why, but remember when he came back from... I think his couple year hiatus trying to do the baseball thing, he actually wore forty five for a little bit. Oh, he did. Did he was forty five on the Montgomery Biscuit on the on the team? I think. I think he wore forty five in the for, in the No, AA he was team. on the White Sox. Oh, was yeah, it the but, Biscuits? But I but it was like the Montgomery. Okay, yeah, but either way, yeah. So he always wanted. I to be think half he as wore forty five, right? Though he not I, for that long. I, I can't remember what I his think he wore forty five like in the Double A team. Maybe it was. I remember. Like I couldn't see it now. But he always wanted to be half as good of his brother, so he wore number twenty three. I love that. That's for you. These That's just a little bone. That's a bro, bonus. <laughs> yeah. That's a bonus. Bro, these hot little these hot little nuggets right out of the oven, dude. This is right off the rip over here. Yeah, that I, I remember my mom bought me like a probably a hundred and fifty page like Michael Jordan biography yeah. or autobiography. And I had that thing forever. Early on, it was weird. My first like book reports, like every in every single grade, I was like, when I was younger, like I was like, I was into baseball, like baseball, but I loved hockey players. Like, like I wrote like all my book reports on like the Rocket Richard and like. you know, Gordy Howe yeah, and like oh yeah. these like old like you know because those old hockey players like from the like from the beginning have like the coolest fucking stories. Well, they're uh, badasses. I don't know if you know this, but first, I I used to love hockey. Yeah, and my hockey was my first sport. Roller hockey was my first sport. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, I played like in the streets of Atlanta, and then in a league once I moved to Melbourne. But I was so I was young and I loved hockey and watching hockey, and um, I, I didn't understand the concept of sports teams leaving a city and going to another. Oh city. yeah, your Hartford, you got a Heart, story. I was, that that I was, was a Hartford. The Hartford Heartbreakers were the Hartford Heart, for they, you. The Hartford Heartbreakers, the Hartford Whalers, mm-hmm. picked up and left. Yep, that was your team. That was for some inexplicably. I remember this about why you. that. W- I don't know why. I, I'm not really, um, you know, Massachusetts, or is that Connecticut? I, I have no, uh, Hartford, Hartford, Connecticut. Connecticut. Uh, yeah, let's go Connecticut. I, I, I have no ties to Connecticut. There must have been somebody way. on the team. It had to be just, yeah, like, or... you know, the way everyone was a fan of Brett Favre in the 90s, or Michael Jordan. Right. Like, for some reason, I was a Hartford Whalers fan. I bet the Hartford Whalers were really good from, like, 90 to, like, 92. We'll that's have when you to, started. Yeah, you know? we'll have to look that up. Yeah, because, like, I started playing... In like, like 92, 93. I bet the Harper Whalers were like really good that year. When I moved to our second neighborhood in Atlanta. And I was always on my skates every day after school until the sun went down, just playing hockey outside in the house. And when the Whalers left, I was a scorned lover who I, I left the city and I just, you know, I totally just, I, I, I left. 
It's, a, it's an amazing story. Of I exiled the myself. young ATLian. Yes. Hartford Whalers fan. Yeah. They leave. He's pissed. That's it. And he's out. I'm out. And not till I love much that story. later until I joined the pan wagon <laughs> last year. Have I really even started getting back or even thinking about hockey? Yeah, I was, I was so into hockey. I had, like, I remember one of, like, the early Christmases. I asked for just all the goalie gear. All mm. I had, like, the net. I had all the pads. I had the full pads, goalie pads. I had, you would and, not be fair being in goalie. You're I had, like a bigger Goldberg. Yeah, I had the whole, like, get up for, uh, for the goalie stuff. And, like, I remember my... Uh, the Mitskis one year they sent me because like I was down here with the Franklin stick, mm. you know, mm. with the plastic end. Yeah, remember I those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like uh, you know, you scrape them enough, and they just get thinner and thinner. Oh man, remember that? Oh, remember? Because yeah. you would you would use those Franklin sticks until there was nothing fucking left on the that the end of that nut. Until it was now just a weapon used for murdering people. Yeah, it, 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 like it, a candy cane. You do the same thing to a candy cane. Yeah, at some point it just becomes one of those things that the Grim Reaper holds. What's it called? What are those called? Uh, a sickle. Thank you. I knew you would know it. At some point it just becomes a sickle, and then you got to retire, and then you go back to Kmart and get another one. But I remember one year, the Mitskis sent me. Like a real wooden one with a fiberglass fucking blade on it, or whatever the fuck it's called, oh, yeah. and it was like a big fucking deal in the Benson house. It was on. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So little hawk talk, little hawk talk. Just a little knuck if you puck. Little knuck if you puck, dude. It's coming back. We'll it's, do it. We'll do a segment soon. Well, yeah, it's coming back. the The Panthers are soaring here. Actually, their first game back is tomorrow. oh, so we're doing a knuck if you puck we'll now. Do a, I'll do a quick one just because your boy keeps his ear to the fucking to, to the to, ice to the rink. To the ice. He keeps his ear to the rink, you know what I mean? He's closer than the Zamboni to the ice on that bit. And the Panthers are back. They had had two weeks off here because of the the All-Star game uh, that no one watches. Um, And so they're playing their first game back, and they were... They were, I mean, they're number one. They're absolutely destroying. It's going to be interesting to see here if they have kept the momentum. Are they peaking too early that's, is the that's, question that's, that I'm asking. And maybe some others are asking. Yes, that's the thing. The Panthers have been known to that that last uh, month of the season. Brutal. Chris Cody, I need you to just confer with Roy real quick. I need a 20-second uh, voicemail, 305-741-3671. Yeah. Give us your hot pan wagon tape. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. We will play Come it next there. episode. Thank you. Yes. Um, so yes, welcome to everybody. We had a fun weekend. I DJed. It was a lot of fun at Laser Wolf. Thank you, Chris and the boys for having us. Um, I got twisted up and turned the fuck out. Um, uh, but I, do, are you, uh, do you, do you have anything you want to, do you, you got any uh, special stories? How was your Super Bowl party? I did so, not come. I'm sorry. I knew you were not going yeah. to. You made a, you made a hot commitment early in the week and, and just like the moon, at a, every day, it waned a little bit more, and I knew by the end of the week, culminating on Saturday night when we were together, I looked you in your eyes, you see and it. I knew that you were not coming. Which you, is which is par for the course. Yeah, and I, I, I felt I felt that you knew. Mm. I felt that you knew, and I knew that you knew that I knew. Yeah, so it's okay. There was um, no words were exchanged. No texts were exchanged. No, 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 no. It was just a, you know, from afar, mutual. Got it. Yeah, that's man law though. Yeah, that's man law. When you disengage from a bro it's event, nice. it's just as it's as seamless as possible. It's one of the nice things that we do as males. As men, yeah, yeah, for we sure. do. It's it's an unspoken. There's no love loss. No, 
uh, uh, it was it was great. The neighbors, we had a little block party. Neighbors uh, hung up like this big uh, sheet and brought the projector outside, Sweet. big speaker. So we were watching on like a hundred and fifty inch screen. Hell yeah! So that was dope. Uh, made a fat Flat. sack. Give of, me a little flatty daddy talk real oh quick. Oh man! I'm, I well, I, I cooked up some uh, some brats from Old Heidelberg. Ooh! Actually, for everyone, but uh, your boy threw down and uh. made like a whole gang of potato skins. I know and, I missed the skins. And, watching skins. Oh yeah! I was just all I was hitting skins. All, all really afternoon. good. They were really good. I ate way too many. How many? I, you think? How many potatoes did you did you just <sighs> stuff in the gully? Just, just probably, probably like, um, Laser Wolf. I I turned eleven as well. Yeah, at least eleven. Yeah, maybe that's, low teens. That's nice to hear. Yeah, that's I very was, nice to hear. When I went to sleep that night, my body was a majority potato skin. You were Mr. Potato Head. I was Mr. Potato Skin. Yes. Uh, but it was good. Um, went inside and watched the and watched the um the halftime show, which we'll get to, um, which was good, and uh, it was good. It was a good time. Um, fate was fading towards the end. Were you now? Sunday nights, man. Were you? Can we put this on a Saturday? We're we're done. We can't. It's, 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 you know, I was actually even embarrassed the last time we went on our ramp because it's just a futile gesture. Actually, you know what? Uh, I know we spoke about this a little while ago and this brings up another point. As you know, I may or may not be running for political office eventually in Fort Lauderdale. Mm -hmm. I'm putting that on, um, my docket. And yeah. things that I will commit to a change here. Oh my god! And gosh. I will write the NFL so that we can get um, we can get the game moved to Saturday. It's really, honestly, you, you you're exactly right. This is just a little, just this is just a little, you know, heads up for anyone that's running for the president in in 2024. If, if you're that, if you're running yeah. for the presidency, let me just give you two. Two things to run on that are guaranteed for you to get in office. One, moving the Super Bowl to Saturday. Correct. And and then and then just tell us about the aliens. If you just say yay or nay on the aliens and then move that guy to Saturday, you are in like slim, dude. Well, let me expound on that second one. I mean, when you say yay or nay, you're gonna tell us yay. Yeah, but, it's but just, I need to know like how much a of lot, it, like where is how much the of lab? a yay is it? Where, you know? where, yes. How much of the yeah is it? Where's the lab? What do they look like? Are there reptiles? Are, yeah, like, you know? when, when are they coming? Yeah. Like, I need more information. Because yeah. I think we, like, if he came out and was like, yo, aliens? Not a thing. We'd both be like, eh. Right. Yeah, like, it's it's definitely a yay, but we just need the full yay, which the full yay is Kanye. If you, <laughs> if you don't believe in aliens... Call in and or text in and let us know how you've come to that conclusion. Yeah, and be honest. Don't like be like, oh, why well, you know, just gotta see it to believe it. No, no. Yeah, the the movie came out a long time ago. Right, with Sigourney Weaver. It's called Alien. Yeah, like Do you don't see their big fucking oblong yeah, shape. Yeah, that's heads? exactly what they look like. I hope they better. That would be that would be what if the what if the aliens get here and like they're actually. Not as intelligent as we think they are. What like if they, they're dumber than us. Like, what if they get, like, what if the aliens get, because you know how, like, we're, like, you know, trying to get to Mars, and we're trying to, like, you know, do, get to, and we're, like, we've only been How do the, they get to us if we can't get to we, Mars and they're dumber? 
but but check me out but it, but I, what if it's what if it's like you know what if you know as we advance in society and we finally get that like spaceship figured out and we can go somewhere and we find a planet and we go to that planet and it's just our first trip there what if it's their first trip here and they show up and they're just like yo we ran out of gas we barely got here like what's up like they're not even oh. trying to take over yeah, oh, you know, okay. they didn't try to take over yet. So they did like the I'm a teenager dry, taking my first road trip. Yeah, I didn't realize like I needed more gas. Yeah, they come stumbling down the ramp and like just a couple well, of skittles like. But when we just when we create the ship that gets us somewhere, and we go there, aren't we the aliens now? Right, because that's what I've always thought about like the Roswell stuff. You know where like. You know, I believe I believe in the Roswell thing. I believe that you know a, a little a space uh, thing like crashed there. Yes. Now I've always my thing that I've always thought about Roswell. I feel like Roswell was the first time they got here and like they barely made it. They crashed. You know what I mean? No, I mean I feel maybe, like that was the first that, time. Maybe that brand of alien. You know, and, like and then they've they been get, coming for a while. Like they came here when the Incans were here and shit. And we're yeah. Like, Hey, this is how you tell time. I think you combined the Incas and Mayans in the Incans, and I liked it. The Incas? You said the Incans, and, and I think you just put Mayans and Incas, and you just smashed them together. You did a little little Cody smash Look, together. Look, I'm not trying and to I get liked the it, Native but... American people in a in a tizzy right now, but for, for this, just this conversation, I'm mashing them. Incans. The I Incans. love that. The freaking Incans. The freaking Incans. <laughs> Yeah, I always thought the Roswell was like their first time like getting here, and they just barely got here. Message got word got back to like you know they're playing like they made it, Bring they're all gas. dead, but we know where they're at. We had to get there now. Let's rally the troops and let's start sending. Oh, okay. let's put a little bit more. Let's make that that guessing a little bit, you know. And now they're here and they're just flying around, but they haven't landed yet. Right, and they're just like we're trying shit out. A couple of our Navy pilots are seeing some shit. Yeah, and now we just need you. You know, whoever's whoever that next presidential candidate's going to be, Nick Cannon, I don't know. Right, right. Yeah, you, you know, Kanye, tell us yay about the aliens and tell us more. Um, <laughs> Kanye. My, my boy's still going. He won't stop. Uh, he, we, he's already, bro, he's already, like, we've he's already actually, put you on the off your John Rocker, dude. I think actually we have our first candidate for someone that's gone beyond the rocker. Bro, I was thinking about, I was like, do we need to put him in another tier? Because my dude is just keeps going. He is, yay, sorry. I don't want to get, I don't want to have his legal team reach out. Max, be at the ready. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I think he is now beyond his rocker. It's 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 crazy. He's he's wearing full ski masks and stuff now. He's just he's just watching Super it's gotta Bowls. Be hot. It's got to be hot. And he's just like meeting and going to clubs just fully head to toe. You can't see anything about him. Uh sending boat like literally truckloads of flowers I saw yesterday. Did you see that one? Is that why my flowers were so expensive yesterday? Yeah, because he filled up a huge like truck. He filled up the whole entire bed with a bed of roses. See what he did there? Wasteful. And then and then dropped and then like the guy dropped the truck off at Kim's house. Oh, at Kim's house. He dropped off at Kim's house and said Happy V Day. Oh, that's a that's okay. I'm cool with that. That's what kind of he's like. Hey, now does he give two truckloads to fucking Weird Eyes Julia? Um, they're done. Oh, they broke up. They're done. See, and you know what? And this might be the first time where I think we might have our first. <laughs> 
person that we might have to, might be able to, might take out of Joffrey John Rocker because she played him. She was doing a clout thing. She was trying to just she she came out like a couple days ago, which is like because they've already like broken off like off and shit. Uh huh. Like like a week or so ago, and then like I saw yesterday that she came out like in an interview and was like, yeah, you know. Did he she was, have regular eyes? She had regular eyes. Oh, and Kanye. She, yeah, she had regular eyes, and okay. she was just like, yo, honestly, I was, um, you know, I was just like, you know, I was like, you know, hang out with him because I was trying to, like, you know, get that cloud and get, like, you know, bigger, you know, blah, 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 like, obvious reasons like that. She's like, but he started, like, wanting me to, like, leak to the media and, and you guys and tell, tell things about Kanye of, like, how, like, awesome like he is like he wanted he wanted me to just like leave things just about a musical genius you yeah. guys don't understand he kept to like pressure me and tell me to like yo go out to the to the tabloids and tell them this about me blah blah, blah. and she was like it's just it got weird okay uh <laughs> first off kudos to you for so, at least doing the i'm just gonna be honest with you she escaped a route uh and um i'm keeping her in for now she's, she's but you're on, on my watch list yes Yes, yes. Because I, I need to see what happens now. There's appeals. There's there's appeal courts. In, yeah, uh, in, yeah. In the, the appellate court. Correct. Yes, the, the yeah. appellate. Thank you. Uh, in the in the Off John Rockers, there so are she appellate. So she's submitted her appeal. Uh, it's being reviewed. We'll do it. We will take the we will take the um the the wigs out mm -hmm. and we will make a judgment call in due time. But as you guys know, the due process. Takes, it takes time. I mean, this judicial system's a motherfucker, man. Yeah. So we'll let you guys know by episode one fifty two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Done. It's basically going to be pretty much her next movie or show. We'll watch it, and then we'll just yay or nay her. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Wait, is she in movies? I think so. She's definitely going to be in, like, a movie now. She, all I know is I think she... Wasn't she the one that was in Grey... Uh, uh, what's the... What was the kinky book that all the girls used to read that was, like... Fifty Shades of Grey? Yeah, I think she was in Never the movie saw Fifty of Shades of Grey. Did you ever see any of them? No. No. They can't be good, right? Well, I heard they're just like sexual, just like I heard she's like just you know full body. Like I, I don't know if she, I think her tits are in it, but she's like that's that's like the one thing everyone says. Like everyone says she's super hot because if you watch uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, she's like just in like you know thongs and shit the whole time, and she's just okay. Three zero five seven four one thirty six seventy one. I let think us it's know her. if the movie's good. A B is she even in it? C yeah. How are the boobs? I think it's her. Yeah. Okay. I think let it's us know. Her. Let us yeah. know. Okay. Let's um let's get into the episode here. Let's open up the Janner's closet. Frank, it's a uh, it's the assistant principal. Uh, hey, look, don't worry what my name is. Here's the deal. The raccoons and the cats previously mentioned last week. It's like West Side Story, and they are battling out back. It is. Ukraine and Russia out there and there are just bodies littered left and right. I need you to go get the giant rake from the maintenance shed and claw all of those into the back of your car. I don't want those bodies on site on campus. Then I need you to take them to the local dump, get the receipt, we may reimburse you. Thanks! Man, that was a deep... That was... Uh... That was really good. That one got, that one got me. That one yeah? Good. I, I really liked that one. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking of it on the I way over I really like the we may reimburse you. Yeah. Just like putting him on notice, on blast, for everyone to hear. Like he had to buy, <laughs> he had to go buy a bunch of extra towels and trash bags just to lay in the back of his station wagon to then put all the bodies in there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, who's paying for that? Yeah. Frank, man. Thankless job. Fucking A. Good job, bud. Yeah. Um, so, give me some natural child love. Uh, I want to give you all the love. <laughs> I want to give you all the natural and the child love because um, they were very, very good. I know we have talked many time on uh, times on the podcast, and it's a question that endures and cannot truly ever be answered, but we always ask it. Is rock and roll dead? Right. And this as is... I said, as I said, um, I think over the weekend, it's like rock and roll, you know, natural child walked out of the, the operating room and he had the defibrillators in their hands. Yeah. And there might be a pulse. Yeah. And that's, that's a... why. So they were, um, they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I that's think. A, that's a prime example of what rock. There's still some rock out there. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, highly recommend it. And that might be um, one of the strongest playlists, I think, of any of the of, of any of the uh, the peacocks that you've put oh, together. Yeah, yeah that, I think we were talked about it over the weekend. It's top three, top five for sure out of all the episodes as far as first song to last song. I played it multiple times this week. Fuck yeah. So Hell yeah. They uh, I, as you can see I whipped it out too. I, I see it, I see it. It's here in the studio. Um, but highly recommend, uh, please go listen to natural child. Uh, that is someone who I would love to see. Yes. Live. Yeah. I have, I've seen them. They were really good. It's yeah. good. Like, you know, it's like, you know, bluesy, but it's like boogie bluesy too. It's like they, they boogie a lot. I think it's as good or as close to what you would consider just to be straight rock and roll yeah. without any true regional influence. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not Southern. So, right. It's not like... You know, I guess maybe like Detroit rock right. to me is kind of like, you know, towards the center of the heart of real rock. But like to me, it's just very straightforward. Got a little country tinge to it. No, no, no. All those elements are yeah, there, but yeah. they're out on the peripheral. Mm-hmm. And it's and at its <clears throat> core, it's just very good rock and roll. Yeah, it's a, good, um, it's a great. I'm glad I'm glad you liked it as as much as you did because it is like a little. They are a little gem. Yeah, I'm gonna be um, very soon digesting all they have to offer oh, yeah, and finding any offshoots of people that they work with. Yeah, because that would co-sign any of those things for me. Yeah, the yeah. fact that they even know each other, talk, you know, play together, whatever, any of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will now be going down the natural child tree for there sure. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Absolutely. Um. Uh, we've got a big, uh, you, you're, you, you did a little spontaneous, uh, we're doing a little spontaneous, uh, uh, NOLA trip here, huh? Yes. Um, oh, that, is that, is, is that, was well, that part of your janitor's closet? Did we talk about that last week? I can't remember. No, cause we didn't talk about it cause it wasn't planned. Oh, okay. 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 I'll say that. We'll, 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 save, we'll that? say that. We'll All say right. that. We'll save that. Do that after the peacock. Um, I want to, uh, do, do you have anything before we get into what did you learn? Um, besides that, no. Okay. No, we're good. We're good. I've got, I've got one, uh, piece of business, uh, to go over before we get into what did you learn this week? Um, uh, you know, we're, we're a podcast of integrity. Yes. You know, okay. Okay. We're a podcast of integrity. We say what we mean. We mean what we say. We follow up. We, 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 if we say it, we, we, we mean it, we do it. Okay. Um, we had, um, a submission, uh, I believe two, two episodes ago when I did died in the house, when you could find out, um, if someone, if somebody had a violent death occur in your house, I actually looked it up too. like, um, 
Because we had somebody submit their house and we told you, hey, if you submit it, we'll look it up. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And someone did. And then, so I went through the whole process of doing it. And they actually, it's like deaths, murders, but also if you, if it was, if it was ever a meth house at one point. Oh, <laughs> which I was like, thank you. Okay. okay. That was also on the that's, report. That's a wrinkle. That's a little wrinkle that they don't even let you know that you're going to yes. get. But while you're here, hey, they let you know. Look, you should know if 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 that little sprawling ranch style cottage was once a meth house. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. So, uh that was good. So we looked up uh we looked up Paige Paige uh, sent in her Paige um, Nasty. Uh, yeah, Paige Nasty. Page Nasty. Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll put her on blast. Doctor Nasty's uh, younger uh, sister. Yeah, younger sister, Paige Nasty. She's a sweetheart. She's actually probably undercover our biggest uh, fan of the show. Um, honestly, she honestly she, her, she knows everything. Her and mother She's, made a point to both let me know when we were at uh elbow baggins wedding mm-hmm. that they're they're staunch followers yeah they're screwed so in. they're screwed they, in now now the point now now that we know that she is a hyped recruit coming out of high school yeah i would like to formally put my <laughs> i would like to formally Bro, formally request no an way, in-house vi- whoa 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 i'd like to formally Bro, request recruiting season has not started this is in violation See, this hold is where on. you're wrong every all tampering all hold on tampering is, is recruiting season and i would like to just welcome you over to the jay's kosher dandies I know there's been maybe you know I've got history a long-standing history, but you know what? That doesn't matter. Look, there's family members from the Benson family, Litsky's, Mitsky's, that are generals on the squad, and I would just love to offer you the the opportunity to join the right. She's been side. coming to the Newell Kids on the Blocks training camp since kindergarten, my guy. So this would this would be a this would be quite a blow. I'm this, just this saying. One, this I'm be, just saying. All right, let us know. Let us know, Paige. Pethog, um, let us know. See, but, we're already giving you nicknames. That's yeah. what we do over here. We're just fun like that. <laughs> we're we're fun. fun. We have fun. We're the fun army. We have fun. <laughs> we're the fun tribe. All right. Um, okay. So um, uh, make your decision on, the, on on that one, Paige. But I have a. So we need to hear from her whether she wants us to reveal this. Is that what we're uh, going to do? She gave me the okay at uh, at the wedding. Oh, okay. Actually, when I saw her, I, I, because she didn't say it inside of in the uh, in the email, uh, so but at the wedding, I, I said, yo, I need a verbal, yeah, you know, because the the Mac the lawyer, he said you got to make sure it's in writing or you have a, a binding verbal contract. Okay, yeah. So she said you can definitely put me on blast. So I looked it up. Okay. I looked up the house. Okay. It ran the full report. I know a lot of shit about your house now, by the way. Okay. Does You're, it give any other type of information that like? Oh yeah, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. It gives you. I'll, I'll give you some of the other ones. Minor stabbings. Yeah. No. Yeah. So as when it when is uh, so let me do a little more. Let me do a little Maury. Okay. When it comes to the house that Paige Nass owns, you're you're opening the envelope. I'm opening the Manila envelope. Yeah. Both both mother potential mother and potential father. Paige. Or Elizabeth Page Nast. No one died in your house. Uh, all right. Did you jump up? Yeah. <laughs> I told you. Yeah. I told you. Yeah. And then the for some reason the music just knows to cue on wish, right there. I wish I would have thought of that bit before we went live, and yeah. I would have gotten the Manila envelope, and I would have done like every time. We're- this luckily this episode's not being recorded. 
for video purposes. <laughs> right. And no one will know. Mike, well, make sure that he has an envelope he, in his from hand. From here on out, anyone else that uh, sends us their um, their uh, address of the house that they live in, they want us to uh, look up to see if anyone has died in their house, if they have any, uh, like I said, if it was a meth lab before, any type of suspicious shit, uh, we will look it up and we will put you on blast live and... Going forward, I will have that manila envelope, and I'm going to have like glasses and shit. Okay, um, so just to just to re just to recap, uh, no, no murder suicide, no murders, no suicides, no violent no, deaths, no violent deaths, no meth labs. Oh, uh, that one. Hurts. Nothing really came up. It gave me the list of every single uh, person that's ever owned that thing, like or, or bird, has just lived in it. Like, maybe you know, flew into a, a window once. Nothing. Mm, there was zilch. The only thing was. There was like a list of about, I'd say about 35 people that have uh, owned or rented it. It's in a high possum it's, area. I think Did it was mentioned that it was, it was built in 1953. So, <laughs> and uh, it only said that three of the people that have lived or owned the house have died, but they didn't die in the house. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So. Uh, we looked it up. You're good. You're good. There you go. You're welcome. You're that's welcome. A, that's a burden that has just been lifted off your shoulders and off of ours. You're good. You're good. This is the type of shit we do here. We like to have a little fun. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, send us like well, like I said, yo, send them in. Like we ain't fucking around here. I'll look that shit the fuck up. Yeah. So Paige, you're good to go. Uh, Thank God. Um, that's you know that's a new kids on the block delivering that that those wonderful messages to you. But I and I but I but digress. The unwavering support from Jay's kosher. Dance. But I digress. Uh, Jordan, what did you learn this week, my guy? This week, uh, um, this is actually something, and I think we had talked about it in the past. Where I've I've whenever I'm I'm looking just online and I see something interesting, I just screenshot it and right. save it. And this is one that had been. Just, um, you know, jangling around in my little pocketbook. Okay. So um, this is the story of um, Theodore John Conrad. And what I learned this week is my man's uh, back in 1969, he was working at a bank, 20 years old. Okay. And um, he was like, man, this shit is easy. I could easily make a little bit of mun disappear. No big D. And my man waits for a, th- a Friday uh, and takes 215000 which in today's money equals... Um, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with $3.2 million. Okay, a little high there. That's why you're not running the bank. one point five mil though. What's the year? Uh, two hundred fifteen thousand dollars in nineteen sixty nine. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, anyways, so my man's takes the two hundred fifteen k dip sets. Says I'm just gonna go start my own thing. Bank. And basically, <laughs> they open up the bank Monday morning, and my friend Thomas Conrad is nowhere to be found. And basically, my man, um. Moved away, and for 52 years evaded the law. Moved, uh, moved out to like Massachusetts, and his new his new name became Thomas Randall. Okay. Or Rand, yeah, Randell. Randell. Thomas Randell, and he ended up um, becoming like a golf pro at like a local 
uh, a local uh, place. And meanwhile, FBI is like looking for him this entire time. And who is his best friend? An FBI agent. Shut the front door. Yeah, died uh, died last year in 2021, and they only found out because he did the deathbed confessional. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I love a good deathbed confession. Yeah. Dude. Just I wanna I wanna admit to my entire family right before I die that I was a completely different person who robbed a bank. It's, I'm dead. There's nothing better than that. Yeah. Now go fertilize me into a tree. Go you know figure out I mean? how to live the rest of your life and not in not in agony. Yeah. And the way the only way they even found out was the FBI for some reason saw this obituary. And the obituary was like similar-ish name and exact birthday, but two years before he was actually born. And they were able to piece it together. Um, and just to update, it said that although I don't think they went to the FBI with that information, when the FBI found out, they went to the family and they're just like, we're not even going to charge you guys for like not telling us or whatever. But my man's he he got away. Th- that's and did his thing. How it's done, and that's how it's done, baby. That's how it's done, dude. Now, see, we always talk about the disappearing forever thing, and our spot secretly is going to be up in Washington after we, you know, see each other at that baseball game. Turn your cap backwards, and then we're out. Yep. Meet me at the spot. Yep. Um, you know, Chipper's coming home. He's on third base. Yep. And uh, but my man's went to the East Coast and was able to do it. Fifty-two years on the lamb. I love that. The FBI's nice little M Night Shyamalan twist in there. The best yeah. friend. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That guy and a deathbed confessional. I a true deathbed confessional. Love a good deathbed. Deathbed. You could say anything on your deathbed, and I will hundred percent. I will believe it. To I will believe it, and won't even. I won't even challenge it, even if you say some wild shit. Really? I would believe, I'd be like, that's real. He said Now, it, is that something you would consider adding into your, your dying uh, repertoire? I already have a deathbed confessional. I already know mine. You already have one. I have it. Nothing could happen between now and when you die. When I, that di- would- I I'll have, I'm, I'm gonna have, I'll have a few, but I'll just give you one right now to just to chew on. Okay. One of the, one of the ones that you can just like, you know, nibble on here on my deathbed. I'm going to go. <sighs> I actually do like ketchup. <laughs> Wait, stop the press. Like, when do you ah! eat ketchup though? I'm gonna, bro, I'm, well, I'm, you don't actually like I'm it. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be like, when no one's around, I put those fries right in there. I put those fried daddies right in there. If you have me sitting, uh, your whole family's around you. I then burst in the front door. I'm late. It's raining. I had to call a cab and I get there and I'm pushing all your family out of the way. <laughs> I'm pushing them all out of the way and I grip, I grip the edge of the bed and I, and I peer over. And first off, what I do is I take a piece of, I have a mirror in my pocket and I take that out and put it right in front of your mouth. A little, just a little, a little condensation shows up. So I know you're still there. And then you're still alive. And then you do the fogs up a little bit. You you somehow come out of your almost pre-death stupor and you look over at me and you say those words. I would question my entire life until I die. You're going to go, I don't believe you. And I'm going to go, grab a glizzy from the calf. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then you come back and I'm dead. You, you come back with 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 a hot dog and with, you're already with dead. ketchup on it and you, and you come back like running in. And they go, he's gone, Jordan. He's already gone. <laughs> and then and then you sit there really sad and start crying eating a hot dog. You you cry you cry eat the hot the hot I dog. I cry thing. eat the dog, which <laughs> I'm I'm kind of like. Doing like the yeah, it's almost like a tribute. Weirdly, yeah, yeah. You know, like, but it's also like the last thing that I think would be the tribute, which is like the Alanis Morissette. In it, isn't an ironic part of it, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I hate ketchup. It's so disgusting. I know, but I. You know what? <laughs> but there you go. That yeah, that's what I'm gonna hit you with. All right, I'm gonna have to come up. I'm I'm putting that down. <laughs> Think of some death I'm gonna come up with some deathbed yeah, confessionals. Three zero five seven four one thirty six seventy one. If you guys got some good deathbed, like, and we'll keep and we'll this one will keep uh, anonymous. So if you guys send in uh, your deathbed, like, if you want to send in a secret that you, you that no one knows, we'll keep it one hundred percent anonymous, and we will say we will have a little deathbed confessional segment here, and we'll all we'll all come clean a little bit anonymously, okay. anonymously, anonymously, absolutely anonymous. <laughs> yes. Okay. So Alex, <laughs> can't believe you. What did you learn this week? Okay. Um, I've got the main one here, but I just want to throw a quick little one in there just because I think this is, um, something that I think everyone should learn this week. Uh, Southwest, uh, will begin serving alcohol again in February after two years because of COVID. So what it do. So we're coming back. Are you, are you, are you going uh, Southwest? Always. Uh, to, to Nola? Yep. Guess what? Okay. You're good. Now. I don't, I mean, you fly, I think, a lot more than I do, especially, like, for work and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, are you typically, now, I, I I love a good termy. I love a good termy, love a good yeah, terminal okay. beer. Yeah, yeah. But are you a big, I'm on the plane and I'm going to drink guy? Only um, if I, if, uh, if it's at night. If it's at night. Like, if, okay. like, if I'm getting into where, if I'm getting to wherever I'm going in, and I'm landing at like after nine. Yes. If I'm okay. landing before nine, probably not. Okay. I think for me, the only time. Because I get turned up and then I'm just like, now I got to sit here turn. Yeah. Well, that's my thing too. It's like, like I want to talk and I'm like, yeah, you know. Yeah. I feel like the only time I'm doing it is there's multiple people on the flight with me that I know it's a bro weekend and I'm on my way. Yeah. On the way back when I'm just. A trash bag caught on a stick blowing in the wind, nothing. Yeah, no way. Yeah, I yeah. think it could only be on the way to an exciting thing. I can't have. The, I can't be. I can't be. I don't want to land though with the sun out and I'm fucking shitted. Okay. I don't want the sun out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Good so, to yeah. know. Yeah. All right. So um, we've got big news, man. I learned this week that um, I, we got a cure for HIV. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much like. Okay. It's pretty much like gonna be official here. Uh, it's like the third woman now, uh, the to ever uh to be cured of HIV. Scientists and anna- scientists announced on Tuesday that the method, which involves the use of umbilical cord blood, um, the good uh, the good stuff, the good stuff. It you it you it, it has to you have to have like a match as far as like you know blood and stuff. But if it's a match, uh, they can cure. Um, HIV now they've done it with three people and they said some cancers too, they think. Okay. So we're getting kind of close to, uh, you know, all that funding's kind of working out. 
Okay. Yeah. Good so to know. we got there's the third per, third woman now uh, who is who is HIV free. Okay. Dope. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm in for that because that was always one of those. You had, you had two good ones there. Very uplifting. Both yeah. of those similar impact on society. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So because I feel like the HIV and and even like more so like I feel like cancer is always the one that's just like. You're never going to get, like, you're never going to be able to cure cancer because it's whatever. But, like, yeah. when I read that, I was like, maybe we're starting to dip our toes into that pool. Like, maybe the tech, maybe we're almost there of, like, yo, you know, if you got, like, this, you know, disease that used to definitely kill you. It was a death sentence. Yeah. For sure. I mean, my uncle passed away, I think, in, the, like, the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. With that shit. And it was, back then, it was, you got it, that was it. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Yeah. So there's, uh, there's that's what I learned this week. Awesome. And I learned about uh, Larry Larry Jordan as well. There you go. That's yeah. for you. So I learned a lot of stuff. That's your week. bonus, baby. Um, I want to get into this uh, halftime show. The Super Bowl was this weekend. Yep. Um, great game. Uh, I won some money. I, I did good. I, 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 hit on, I hit on three on. I hit on three out of the five. I hit. I did. Well. I won some bets, lost some bets. I ended down slightly. Nothing cray. I was. I ended up like I think it was well, one forty five is what I, okay. what I what I ended up with. Not a bad little haul. Yeah, I put a hundred on you know the Rams money line. I put I put another like fifty or something on Odell to score in the first half. That, nice. I had that one as I had that one just Odell anytime. Yeah. And then um, uh, I think I had Rams score first or something like that. Okay. So, yeah, something like that. Nice. Um, but I want, yeah, so good game, but I want congratulations to the LA Rams. I'm actually very happy for Matthew Stafford. Mazel tov, for sure. Um, I want to get into this halftime show, though. What do you What do you think? Uh, I liked it. It was good. It was really good. Um, you know, there was, I could have done without probably the 50 cent part. Yeah, that was like the extra the extra wrinkle I think that they thought was going to be like dope and then he came and I was like I don't even I don't need this. I don't need it at all. Yeah, it was it wasn't even like that I didn't like it. I was just like, nah, like I I don't know. I was I, I don't the know Super why. Super Bowl could have done a better M Night Shyamalan twist there. Yeah. Uh, well, they thought him upside down was going to be the twist and then he just I don't know looked, why he agreed. He to just that. looked puffier than you already looked. That was a bad idea. I don't know why he said okay. PR team, yeah, Mm-mm. that was not smart. No, or maybe he said fuck it. I maybe I, I mean these these celebrities are so damn smart. They want to be a meme, you know? Yeah, you yeah. Know, that's the shit that we're not we're not ever thinking. We're not we we, we should chess. we should yeah exactly They're we should want to be memes. But um, Mary J was good. I wanted a little bit more from Thank her. You were a little disappointed. I was I, I was underwhelmed a little bit. I I thought I wanted more Mary. I thought she was gonna be like, uh, you know, singing with all the other people too. And I, yeah. I, I don't know, but she had like her one like little thing. I was like, oh, I wanted more. Yeah, I agree. I thought but I thought she was okay though. Kendrick killed. Kendrick, yes. Uh, Eminem fucking killed. Thought he Dr- did okay. Y- yeah, I was very eh. About Eminem, eh, I was eh? I was I, I was eh on M. I was <laughs> eh on MJB. Although I think I have a, I think I was less eh than you were. Um, definitely eh on Fifty Cent. Didn't need that at all. Kendrick was dope. Kendrick was. Kendrick I thought was you know Snoop and Dre were what we expected. Yep. Um, I just think that that entire performance was about fifteen years late. Yeah. That's was... that's that's what it was to me. It's like. 
I get that the NFL doesn't want to... They want to put people on once they're absolutely bona fide superstars. Instead right. of maybe like on their way up or whatever. But to me, the whole time I'm looking at it like, you know, this was 2005 Jordan. He would have just like absolutely ate this up. Yeah. You know, with the exception of Kendrick, they were all popping 15, 20 I'm years I'm hoping ago. next year, because I do, I do like the hip hop thing. Yeah. Like, especially like, you know, that, that era of hip hop, because that's kind of like closer to like, you know, our, like what we listen to and what we like and what yeah. we grew up on. But I'm so, but when I was watching, I was like, this is cool. I like this. I hope for some reason next year they do an East Coast one. They got like Nas and shit. That would be dope. That, I was, I'd be like, that'd be pretty cool. I don't know. They get like you know Wu Tang out there and Nas and like. See, like I think East it would Coast have thing. to be bigger names than all of like bigger, more marketable names. Yeah, because Snoop is a huge, <laughs> big name. Even to like you know the kids know that. Like if you if you didn't if you brought Nas out now, the kids are like. You'd I know go, him, but he's old, isn't he? You'd have to go like J. Cole. Yeah. Luda. Drake. I'm calling him East Coast. And like, you know, Future and Jay-Z. Right. That's how you'd have to do you'd it. You'd have to get Jay-Z out And not there. even Future. I think honestly. he's the one that like books all of these anyway now. Isn't he the one in charge of that whole musical committee? I don't, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that he works with the NFL. He's the one that like books all the shows now. I thought they did and then they stopped working together. We'd have to fact oh, yeah. check that and I'm not yeah, checking. Yeah, don't fact check us. I'm not. But um, <laughs> my main, uh, I got, I have an issue. You have a bugaboo. I got a bugaboo. I got an issue. I got a, I got a scrap. I got an itch that needs to be scratched. Let's go. Um, I, I'm getting a, I'm getting a little, I'm getting too, a little too angry about uh, everybody now, yesterday and today, saying how it was the best halftime show of all time. No, like. And it's everywhere. Like I'm seeing it on Rolling Stone. I'm seeing it like on all of the other like Absolutely music not. blogs and no. like people saying it. And I'm just like, honestly, it's not even fucking close. I would say it might crack top ten. Maybe. Yes. Right. Not five. Not even top five. No. No it, way. I give it a five point five to a six out of ten. Yeah. Like that it was better than average, but it wasn't exceptional. I don't know what where I don't know and I feel like I feel like they were crowning it before the show even happened. I feel like there was rumblings before the game even started. There was like this is going to be the best one. I'll I'll, get, I'll I'll even throw a controversial take out there. I think the Shakira JLo in Miami was a better one I than agree. that. I agree. I agree. I, I, I agree 100%. Um, uh, I mean, the Bruno Mars one. Bruno I Mars. love the Bruno Mars Bruno ones. Mars was fantastic. And then we could get into the Prince. Prince, We could duh. get into Michael Jackson. I mean... Tom Petty. Yo, like, yo. JT in, the, in, in, in that titty. Yeah, JT in the titty. JT in the titty. That's a great little I mean, funk that's band. that's not five. That's a funk band JT right there, JT in the too. titties, bro. The, uh, like, dog, that's a peacock. That's a peacock. So, yeah, I, I'm getting a little annoyed with, like... Like, it's like I said, I'm, I'm telling you, even, like... Though I saw the Rolling Stones article today, like even like the big media people are crowning it. Like I, that's fine. Like I, I I can accept like you know the stupid like MSNBC saying it. They don't know any better. Well, and also like it's not like the online Twitter music blog that's like there for clickbait. Yeah, like reputable sources are saying that, and I think that that is. I, I need not, everyone to pump the brakes, man. I think what they did is they tried to assemble like a Miami Heat super team. 
and crap and they had like the 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 not one not two not three thing going yeah. on mm-hmm. and that's what was just like setting everyone off and like setting yes. everyone it, setting everyone up and that's not true yeah so i need everyone to pipe down on that take pump the brakes pipe down on that take and if you don't like it all i ask is go go hit do a quick little rabbit hole on youtube on on, on super bowl halftime for sure like and you will easily be like okay yeah you know absolutely absolutely agree um, everyone, you know, pump the brakes on that. Uh, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just safe to say. Uh-huh. Okay. I have, um, I have an interesting topic. I made a list of, um, some, some musicians and I want to go through this list with you and my, and, and I'm, I'm titling this segment. What could have been? Ooh, okay. And so this Very is... Very foreboding segment. Yeah, these are artists who either passed away, something happened, and the the premise of it is, is if they continued on with their, um, with their career, who do you think would have had the largest impact musically, just their own success in their career? Bob Marley. Well, I have, I actually have, I have a bunch of... always thought Bob Marley. So Bob is on my list, and we'll start there. Bob was always one that I... Bob Bob was still alive today, I feel like... Peter Tosh. Yeah, but Bob was like the symbol. Well, Bob died later in life, because Peter was first. Mm -hmm. And Peter, I think, I don't think Peter... I think there would have been less of a market share of Bob if Peter had been around. You know what I mean? It would it would still it wouldn't be 90-10 the ratio. It might be 60-40 or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, more maybe they would have joined forces. Yeah, so I have a um some other ones here and I just you tell me where you think, you know, if if how you're going to rank these. Uh we'll just start with hip hop, Biggie and Tupac. Uh who yeah. you know, who who do you think would have had the better career? Um I you know, it's I could I could see both of them right now being the govern governor of like New York and the governor of California. I could see Tupac like being a politician right now. I could see <laughs> that makes total like yeah he's in he's in the Senate right now. Yeah, like for, like for for Cali. like serious like you know no, no more thug life like he's out there like making moves. Okay, for the community. Okay, uh, my next one, uh, Buddy Holly. Hmm. That's a good one. That's a really good what could have been because it was pretty early in the career, right? It was so early in the career, and he in and like the little bit that he did, he, he had such a big influence. So that's a really good what could have been. He could have really, he could have been the guy that like he could have been like how people talk about the Beatles now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, because a lot of people like it it, it, it somewhat irks me sometimes. Like depending on like the tone of the people that talk about the Beatles, because people talk about the Beatles as if they were like the inventors of rock and roll. No, but they weren't at all. But Buddy Holly could be how people talk about the Beatles now. People would probably talk about Buddy Holly as like he was the first like Ed Sullivan show. Girls were going nuts. Like yeah, yeah, I yeah. think I think Buddy Holly could have been that dude for sure. Okay. Now the next one is also like a Biggie Tupac combo. We have uh, Ronnie Van Zant from Leonard and Dwayne Allman from the Allman Brothers. Yeah, because here's my thing: mm, Dwayne, Dwayne happened probably. early, and 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 then the Allman Brothers, I think, had more success maybe after, and probably somewhat because of the death. Yeah, where I think that Leonard was at its peak, and essentially Ronnie passed away with the other band members, and. 
they kept it going, but it was never as good as it was after he left. So you have a, a, a different dichotomy there. So I think I think the Almond Brothers, even, even as big and as and like you said, they were you know they got you know six, more successful and more popular after Dwayne's death. I think the Almond Brothers would have benefited way more if Dwayne was still around. Like they could have like maybe taken over some shit. Okay, okay, that's interesting. I think I'd probably go Ronnie Van Zant. Yeah, because I think they would have kept up the momentum, maybe, and continued. I think they were probably more popular back in back at that point in the yeah. mid '80s, uh-huh. and I think maybe they that's when their stock kind of started to go down, and the Almond Brothers was just continuing like steady, always kind of yeah. cranking along, and I think that might be where things might have changed had it not been, but maybe not. Maybe Almond. Would have been so high above that because of Dwayne. Right. That's so what I was kind of thinking. So the next one I have is Stevie Ray Vaughan. Fuck. Um, damn. Now, I know he was big. He almost like... I almost feel like with him, he almost... I, he almost he almost accomplished all everything. You know? Okay, so you're like, you're thinking there wasn't much left. Yeah, like he almost did... Much mountaintop. He left. almost like, yeah, moved and like changed, you know... You know, blues guitar and, and like Texas uh, blues, like so much that like I think he accomplished it. Okay. You know what I mean? I think he just would now would just be like the Godfather. He'd just be sitting around as a Godfather. Yeah, like the BB King kind of status of everything you touch is just, yeah is gold, and you can do anything you want. Yeah, and you're just touring just to tour. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the next one is an interesting one because you had alluded to it a little bit earlier. Which I think maybe from a world view, maybe this one might have the most impact, but John Lennon. Yeah, I knew he would be on your list. John Lennon, uh, he, he's right there with Bob. Like when we, yeah, when we were talking about Bob, I was almost about to throw it in John, but I was like, nah, he probably has it on his list, so I'll wait. But Bob and John were, I think, would have been two forces that, like, highly, highly influential. And because of the attachment to music, could have really like, like they were. I mean, those because those were those were two guys that like literally were like all about like they were literally about peace. Like yeah, like they were like well, they had a much bigger um, music was was something that they did. They were a they, way of life though. It was like, like a byproduct of their life. Yeah, like they they yeah. were like a whole like way of life. They were like you know on that monk shaman status of just like I'm gonna I go to the church of Bob Marley. Correct. Okay. So I, I yeah I I, don't, I wish those two. I were think so I alive. would go. I think I would go Bob. The biggest. If I had to choose one of those two, I think most people would probably say Lennon. If you had to choose one or the other, I think Bob would have continued to endure and been maybe had the the biggest like stranglehold on his genre. Mm-hmm. Whereas John Lennon would be sharing that you know that throne with plenty of other people that are tangential to that rock and roll yeah kind of but know. john you know john had the european connection you know like a lot yeah. of, you know he he had all of europe so like you know they would have been listening to him they would have like mm-hmm. so yeah, here's interesting here's here's the next one I'm, I'm kind of interested to whether you think it should even belong on the list but i threw him on there because i think he deserves to at least uh be in the conversation that's elvis um, Elvis, man, he was pretty bad there at the end. He, she, yeah, he kind of just became. Honestly, 
became like a meme Honestly, of himself. Honestly, if Elvis, uh, what could have been, I can tell you exactly what could have been. Elvis would be canceled. If he was still alive, he would uh, be canceled and probably be like uh, in a courtroom right now because he, um, he's got some sketchy, he's got some really bad sketchy past with underage girls. More, more specifically, he was really, 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 and I can't stress really enough, really obsessed with virgins. Mm, that would have been problematic. Yeah, like there's a whole like I've he been... would have hit the '90s, and it would have been he would have been in and out of the courtroom. He's the guy that you'd be like when you're watching the like the um, I forget what the show was, but um, like the behind the music on VH1. Yeah, he would have definitely gone broke in the '90s. Yes. Yeah, and you're like he's the king. He's got so much money. Yeah, Vegas doesn't want anything to do with him. Yeah, he would have just absolutely like just been. Public Enemy Number One, because all of drunk the driving, stuff, like yeah, yeah, all the stuff came out like like when that, especially when, like when that Me Too uh, movement started hitting, and, and uh, all that's when like all these stories now have come out in the last like you know four or five years about Elvis, mm-hmm. and they're really really bad, and there's mm-hmm. like there's a lot of them. Okay, so we're gonna. We're I mean, gonna... he married. He went over to Europe, and and the, I think the girl with his first wife, uh, um. Uh, or, or, or actually, no, it was, uh, it was, uh, what's her name? What was his Presley? Presley. Yeah. Well, no, it was, Pris- what was his name? Priscilla? Priscilla Presley. Was that, was that his wife? Oh, no, oh, I don't remember. The daughter's name is Priscilla. Or I, I thought, I don't know. I can't remember. I, she, she, I'm almost positive. He went over, she was from like France, I believe when he was over there on tour and she was like 14 when mm. he, when he like took her back to America and like All right, Elvis, you've just entered cancellation station. We're just going to do it now yeah, so that we don't have to yeah, at a later bad. date. We're yeah, just going to, we're going to, we'll be, we're going to get out in the front All right, of it. We're and, burying you back. You stay on, on the, on the toilet. You, you yeah. stay there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have uh three more for you. The next one's Bobby Fuller. Bobby Fuller. Um, I think he's lower on the list, but he deserves the conversation. I think. See, this is the, the thing, mysterious death, the mysterious death and stuff. But I mean, he was. I, he, you know, his story. As if, if you guys don't know, go back and listen to the episode that we do on it. It's a really, really interesting story about Bobby Fuller. But he was into some shady shit, man. Mm. And I don't think he would have lasted. I think he would have. I think it, it at one point it was eventually going to catch up to him. It just caught up to him really early. Okay, so you thought I don't think he would have gotten not past. necessarily like a death, but like he just would have flamed out, not as been as successful. Because that's that's always an interesting thing about the death. The death kind of memorializes the career, right? To where you're you're looking back, and I think like you know it's like that Tupac Biggie effect of had they b- stayed around and not been famously murdered. You know, would their stuff have been as big? That's always a question right. I have with people. I mean, and you, and Bobby Fuller is maybe somebody you could, uh, you 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 could put in into that box of like, okay, if he if he didn't die and he didn't have such a like a crazy death, like would we uh, would we still be talking about like you know letter dance and shit yeah, like that? Yeah, maybe he's just like page six. Maybe he just would have been like you know somebody else. All right, now the next two are some heavy hitters. So you had mentioned earlier. You know, with Bob and Lennon, especially, that they were kind of transcendent. Now, I don't know if this one does, but I think it would have continued to... I think she would have been a superstar, and that's Janis Joplin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Janis was like... Janis would have been... I mean, there's a whole a whole subgenre of, I think, like, fashion that 
is perpetuated because of women like her that to this day are still like women still dress and act how I think she was, which was that kind of very liberated, open, free thinking, like, yeah. you know, strong female. She's always been one to me that even like, even when I was growing up and like, you know, in the nineties when it was that, what that was, you know, which is a little bit closer to like this, you know, the sixties and seventies, she always was like, I always felt like she didn't get enough. Like no one, like you don't ever, ever, ever hear people. They'll, you'll, you'll hear some people say Janis Joplin and talk about that, but you never, ever hear anyone talk about big brother and the holding company, which was like her band. Like, okay. no one ever talks about that band and, like, those albums that she did. Like, they were incredible. Like, they're right there with the doors and shit like that. Okay, so Exploratory Truths and Music yeah. is going down a Janis Joplin hole this week. Updates coming next week. We're back. Big Brother and the Holding Company, man. Okay. Yeah. All right, and the she last... She was always one that, like, people, you know, like, is, I'm always, like, you guys talk about the dead, the Grateful Dead, and, like, all of these other, like, but no one ever talked about Janis. Yeah, Jerry Garcia, not on my list. Yeah. Um, the last one, though, is one that I think uh, was number... The first one that I wrote down, and I think with the Bob Marley and, and John Lennon conversation, I think he would like a word. And that guy is Jimi Hendrix. Jimmy um, would... If he was still alive today, he would be running the, the sickest... The, the go-to label and recording studio that you would want to be at, he would be, he would be, I mean, just the collaborations he would be, like, playing with, like, Gary Clark Jr., it would be, like, nutso albums, he would still be pushing the guitar to, to sounds, like, you know, that, like, you know, people like Jack White try to, like, you know, get out of it, he would still, like, he, he would still be pioneering the rock and roll uh, genre. What's always interesting to me is music and the creation of music is essentially just a a plane of existence that will continue to expand out always, mm -hmm. right? But I always am wondering about Jimmy because he had done so much so quickly. It's hard to fathom that he could have continued on that trajectory. Oh, he, he would and, and I think, I, I mean, you have to assume he would have. At one point, he would have... Yeah, at one point, like, you know, in the 70s or something, he would have joined, like, a super group. It would have been, like, him, Clapton. It would have been just, like, yeah. incredible albums being pushed out. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, I think maybe... And I don't know if he would have transcended into just, like, general culture, like, world culture, like Lennon or Bob would have. But I think he would have been, just like we said earlier, one of those... Those guys sitting on the throne, an icon. even maybe above some of the other rock and roll guys, yeah. because of what he, what he did to that guitar. Yeah. So that was the first. That's the one I wrote down, and then I came I up think with all the others. Socially, Bob would have the biggest impact. Jimmy would have musically the biggest impact. I would say. Okay. So three zero five seven four one thirty six seventy one. I'm sure you know you could throw Bradley from Sublime in there, but I'm sure there were. Pl pl there's plenty others. of other give, people. Give them to us. Yeah, you know, you there's think? the 27 Club, well, which includes, uh, you know, Jimmy and Janice. But, um, you know, if you guys have some good ones, send them over. If you have any thoughts on that, uh, shoot us a text or whatever. Let us know what you think on those. 
Uh, it's a fun game to play, mm-hmm. and I'm sure I left some people off, but those were who came to my mind and something that I wanted to kind of ask you about. So, um, Before we get in to the Peacock, I want to just very quickly... Uh, because this the news cycle moves so so fast that you know it's all I feel like it's already old news. But I wanted to ask you if you saw that uh, fight with the baby and uh, his uh, baby mama's brother at the bowling alley. I saw only I think a small snippet of it. The first thing I thought of is if you're going to put the mitts on someone it would be very difficult to do so on the literal bowling alley. Yeah. <laughs> it's just waxed up, dude. Yeah. It's as, it's it's got more wax than this fucking room. Right. But, so first, before, before I give my opinions, I actually want to do a quick plug because the uh, baby's baby mama is Danny Lay. I don't know if you know she's a female rapper. She's an artist. Okay, she's I mean, really I've, good. I've heard of her. I've never. Like, I listened actually to any of her like stuff. her a lot. I have a. I, I actually have a. I listen to. I, there's, a, there's a ton of her songs that I really like. I actually really like Danny Lay. So I'm gonna do. I'm actually gonna do a quick plug on her. Okay. If you want to like check out some like, you know, she's a she's a rapper. She, you know, if she's a little bit. She's got way more. She's got. She's way more art like artistic than Cardi B and like Nicki Minaj and stuff. She's got like a whole vibe. I like go check it out. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, it's kind of good. I it's a I, I love it. I really like it. I think I'm also gonna be starting an exploratory truths in music that's not related to like the rock and roll side. Yeah. So that I can also experiment with these other people I don't know about. Yeah. So I think I might have to do that and put her on my She's list. She's a whole groove. She's really good. So. Okay. Um. But with that being said, now if anyone that doesn't know. Uh, the baby was at a bowling alley and Danny Lay's brother was there and, you know, he kind of confronted uh, the baby because uh, I don't know if you know the whole, if you saw the whole controversy online when he was kicking, he was trying to kick her out of the house. They have a kid together and shit. She I just remember had that. It was, like a couple, it was like a month or so ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like they were on, they were on Instagram live and it was like really ugly. Like it looked like the baby and I mean, I think he was trying to kick her out of the house literally like 2 a.m. in the middle of the night like with their like one month old yeah perfect. just like really great, reckless shit great look yeah and so barely the the brother went up to him the brother i saw he came out like you know he came out like with his video and he was like yo honestly he's like i went up to the guy like you know man to man and was like yo can we go talk over here like fucking at the bowling alley like at the bowling alley he goes he goes okay. i wasn't even trying to do like you know yeah confront him and do a thing yeah he's like in in and as you saw in the video uh the baby squad went off yeah and they mm. did some bitch shit yeah if you ask me that they did some bitch made shit they grabbed the hair you can't do that they grabbed his the he's got he's got like kind of like old school uh snoop dog hair that like you know comes down the yeah. daniel's brother and like this huge security guard just like immediately fucking just grabs him by the hair and like just starts like you know smashing the face and bring like they're out like in the middle of the lanes like flopping everywhere and the guy just had never throughout the whole entire like two and a half minute fight never lets go of his hair and like the guy's like falling on the wax he can't do anything because you're grabbing him by the hair like a bitch yeah like I was like yo because the Danny Danny Lay's brother got his ass whooped yeah I figured 
Yon's ass whooped pretty good. I mean, it was like four against one, and the one this security guard just ma- like manhandling him like all over the floor and just like. But I just want to say, the baby, that's a bitch ass move. Yep. That's like that's like kicking a dude in the nuts. Yeah, you can't do that. There's there's, there's rules. There's rules of engagement. That's what chicks do, bro. Yeah. That's what chicks chicks are allowed to do. That chicks are certainly allowed to go. That's the first I think move of. Yeah, fighting as a chick. Yes, grab the hair and go. Uppercuts to the face. Yeah, to the money maker. So like, I just want to go out there and say, take the earrings out too. Yeah, I just want to go out there and and just let the baby know and let his like his henchmen and all them know because they definitely listen. Uh, Know that the public saw that and they all were saying that you guys were bitch made. No one was watching that and said. Damn, you guys whooped that guy's ass. They checked the tag on your shirt and it said bitch made. Yeah. Done. So I just want to just get that out of the way because I I, I felt bad for the kid. Yeah. He was literally out in the middle of the waxy ass lanes. He couldn't even stand up because he's slipping and falling. This other guy's got him by the hair. And it was just like. Yeah, just, it's like they're trying to fight like on a game show with like on a slippery lane. Yeah. The last it's like those Japanese it. game shows. They like didn't even have the- bumpers to like grab onto or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, just uh, just want to just just throw you guys in there real quick as uh, you guys uh, like it says it says on your tag uh, made in bitch made. Yeah. Um. So let's get. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's, All right. Let's uh, get into uh, the peacock. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, all right. It's everyone's favorite segment. It's why we do it. We've got the peacocks and music for you uh, every week. We spotlight a uh, an artist, someone that you may know, may not know, but they need that recognition and their peacocks and music for a reason. Mm. Um, all peacocks and music uh, you can find uh, on Spotify. Actually, we made a little playlist for you. We add all of their songs and stuff there. So. We did all the work for you, so if you are intrigued by anything that you hear in this episode or maybe last episodes that you see, you can go to Peacocks and Music on Spotify, find the playlist, and they're all right there for you to go check out. The little the 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 the, the nuggets, the treasure trove, if you will. It's the easy bake oven of podcast playlists. Yeah, I mean it's right there. It's really good. Set it and forget <laughs> it. All right, so this week's uh, Peacock in Music is Sunny Boy Williamson. No. Yeah, he's an oldie. He's an old, old, oldie. Uh, born March thirtieth, nineteen fourteen. Mm. Uh, died June first, nineteen forty eight. He is a blues harmonica player. Too soon, candidate, huh? Yes, thirty four, I believe. Yeah, that's early. Yeah. Uh, born John Lee Curtis Williamson, uh, and he was born in Madison County, Tennessee. Uh, he is regarded as the pioneer of the blues harp as a solo instrument. He's basically the blues player that put the harmonica on the map as far as being the uh, the lead. Okay. Yeah. Before you know, because you know, blues music is always guitar driven, and he was the first to take the take the harp. And I'm gonna refer to it a lot in here as the harp because that is also what harmonicas are called. Uh, 
and referenced as they're called the harp h-a-r-p i know you think it's a harp it should be that but it's Guess just what i learned this week it's just the way that it's just the way that goes i didn't make it up i didn't make the rules up but they call it the harp we just enforce them that's it so yes he's the pioneer of the blues harp as a solo lead instrument um, in 1934, uh, he settles in Chicago, um, and then in, in in just in three years there, he uh, he cuts his first record. He gets signed to Bluebird Records, um, which is one of like you know the because uh, Chess Records was the main yeah. was the main daddy in Chicago, uh, but this was like a little before Chess, uh, so they were called Bluebird Rex. And his first single was called "Good Morning Schoolgirl," and uh, to this day, Good Morning Schoolgirl is a blues standard. Okay. Yeah, it's a song. I'll be interested to that see you if probably I've heard might it. have already heard it before. It's been covered a gajillion times. It's like one of the first songs that most players learn on the harp. It's like I said, it's you know, it's that it's the it's, it's the first. Okay. Um, his style influenced a lot, a lot of blues musicians. Um, like 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 you're already hearing here, it's 1934, so there's no charts, there's no billboards, there's no like there's barely a radio, yeah, you know, p- playing a lot of this stuff. So uh, it's not like he has like singles and things, and uh, you know, records weren't record labels weren't putting out tons of like blues artists. They weren't even putting out black artists, let alone like blues music. I would think the 30s, late 30s, early 40s is like when that that. Picked yeah. up a little spit of steam. Yeah, and this was right on the precipice of that. But he, his style influenced everybody, man. I mean, Muddy Waters was a like all like you know in all of his books and in, in in his interviews, he always talks about Sonny Boy Williamson and how like much of an influence he was. Little Walter, obviously, Little Walter, pretty much. Little Walter is basically you know grew up on Sonny Boy Williamson. Learned all of his tips and tricks, and then you know took the heart to the next level. And Little Walters, all of those early chess record, uh, chess records uh, songs like with um, Howlin' Wolf and Muddy Waters. You hear if you hear the harp on it, you hear the monica. It's Little Walter playing that. Okay, and Junior Wells too. So yeah, he influenced just everybody, and he was a harmonica player, which is the craziest part. So was he literally the lead the lead man of the band, and did he play something else or just? He the played harp? guitar too, like okay. he played guitar too, but he started developing the harmonica because the harmonica was always just like a backing thing yeah. in blues music, and the guitar was 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 the main. But he started like getting like you know doing all these crazy techniques on the harmonica and mainly uh, plugging it in. He was the first to plug the harmonica into an amp and electrify it. Really? Yeah, because. He was having trouble at like the early juke joints when he would play the harmonica because he didn't have, you know, he didn't, there wasn't a microphone, there wasn't anything. He was just yeah. in the back playing it, and he was like, "Yo, no one can hear it because mm. like we got these drums and then like the guitars plugged yeah, in." Yeah, for sure. So he was one of the first, and he was like, "Fuck that!" He was the first person to cup the harmonica, like you know how you see harmonica players now when they yeah. put the harmonica in their hand and they put the, the microphone in and then they cup it. Mm-hmm. And it creates that like echoey, louder, bigger harmonica sound. He was the first to do that. Okay. Yeah, and electrified, and then like, and then he then because the only because he just wanted to, he just wanted to have it like you know people hear his harmonica more. But then when he did it, people were like, "Yo, that sounds well. That sounds cool." Yeah. Because like it created. So like, he kind of uh, engineered his own sound. Absolutely. Very. Yeah. Cool. That's why. Yeah. Like that's he, the that's the um that's the cornerstone of a peacock. Yes. If you create your own sound 
or tone or you 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 take instruments and yeah. you and you can bring it to a different level. Yeah, you're a, you you that's kind of a surefire way. Yeah. If that's on your resume to get into the hall. Absolutely. Okay. Um um but you know his legacy was um somewhat overshadowed, man. It was it's a little it's kind of a little like little fucked up thing that happened to um uh, so he was getting big and, you know, cause everyone was like, oh, there's this harmonica player that like, that's, he's the band. Like, and this guy named, uh, Rice Miller, who was also, he played the harmonica. He took his name back the, back in the day, back in the thirties and started calling himself Sonny Boy Williamson and started touring under that name. And even went and even got a record deal because of that name, because everyone, audiences and record labels thought that he was Sonny Boy Williamson. That's some fuckboy shit. Yeah. The like, baby, did you find out how to do things from him? Yeah, right. Damn. Super bitch made. Very bitch And like, made. literally like, you know, took his name just to get gigs and he was like selling out places because people thought he was that. And he got the record deals because people thought he was Sonny Boy Williamson. And it started actually to... Because this is back in, like, you know, the 30s. So, like, you know, word wasn't getting around. Like, you know, it wasn't yeah. like, you know, Sonny, the real Sonny Boy Williamson was, like, finding out, you yeah, know? Yeah, he like, couldn't pop off on Twitter and make this a thing in 20 minutes. By the time that, like, you know, he had found out, uh, like, he pretty much... I mean, actually, I don't even think he ever found out. Because if you go online now and everything you read about... There are tons. There's two. If you type in Sonny Boy Williamson on, you know, Spotify, there's two of them. Okay. And one's this guy, the fake, and the, the one's the real guy. Okay. So now they say if you want to find the real Sonny Boy Williamson, what a lot of like revisionists, like, you know, music heads are doing now and trying to get it so this guy gets his like credit and his flowers, is it's Sonny Boy Williamson the first one. Okay. So like that's the one you gotta look for. If you see Sonny Boy Williamson with not the fir- the eye the first, it's the it's the imposter. So that's interesting because I don't know if we've ever run into this yeah. conundrum and and any... it was serious. Like there's tons of like that was the only two. They're like yo, all the records, like there were record labels back in the day that were like putting together like you know, uh, you know recordings of his and they were taking the imposters thinking that it was his and they were taking his and they were putting them on like. You know, best of no. and records, and like it just got. There was so much confusion in the market, and no one knew who the fucking real one was. Wow. Yeah, it was like a real fucked up thing. That is fucked up. Yeah, and like even and then even to this day, like a couple years later, there was a jazz this jazz guy this jazz this jazz pianist uh, changed his name to Sonny Boy Williamson. What's and he like kind of did people? a thing too. So like, there's all this jazz stuff too that like people are get confused by when they're trying to find them and shit. It's like a really fucked up thing that happened yeah. to them. So make sure when you're going out there to, to we give the right place. Sunny right boy guy, Williamson the first, the one. It says it's the eye. Certify it. it. That's the real one. The other one is the imposter. Man. Right. Yeah. Fucking Rice Miller's a piece of shit. Rice Miller, fuck you. He like he and he made out too. I was reading about them. It's like, oh yeah, he was like he became popular. I figured, so was there never any, like, 
uh, no, clapback. Be- no, because he died very early on, which I'll get into and now. And he just got buried in the And, like, that history. was it. Yeah, that was it. People were just like, yo, like, you know, Muddy Waters was, like, only, like, these people on the circuit knew. And yeah, man. There wasn't the, a lot of winners, stuff on them. The winners get to write history, baby. Yeah. So, um, so like I said, yeah, he dies early on. He dies on June 1st, 1998. Super shitty, super tragic. Fucking was killed while being robbed after one of his gigs while walking home from the Plantation Club was where he was playing at. Mm, that's and problematic. And was a block and a half away. That's from where fucked. He lived. A block and a half away, he got robbed, and uh, they killed him. Dead. La- last, believe they, I think he said his last, his last, uh, uh, last words were "Lord, uh, Lord of Mercy." Damn. Good yeah. last words, though. Yeah. Good last words. So, um, yeah, he, uh, he died uh, just right after a gig getting robbed on, on the streets of Chicago on the south side. Damn. Yeah. Be like that. Mm-hmm. Sonny Boy Williamson won. Sonny the Boy first. William Williams won. The first. Make and, sure you get that right. And, it, and it, yeah, and don't worry if you don't, if you're like too scared and you don't want to mess it up. Go to Peacocks and Music on Spotify, and I and I found them all for you. We got you. I found them all for you, but it's done. Yeah. Did uh, you have to do a double take at all? I did. I knew, when I was yeah. like when I was on spot like when I was on Spotify, I was like, all right, like let's find the stuff. I was like, oh my god, this is what they were fucking talking about. Yeah. And like, I had to like click. There was like three of them, and I was like, had to make sure I was on the fucking right Tread one. Lightly, because even friend. the other guy was like. You know, covering his songs because then it looked like oh it was my from him. God. It was it's so it's so bitch made. Mr. Miller, fuck you. Yeah, dude. Like, okay. and, and it's yeah, it's real bad. Um, but before we get out here, um, I I want to uh, I want to alert some people here because I think we might have something coming down the uh, the pipeline here in the Pike. The pipeline. The, the pike. Li- the, the pike line. The pike line. Yes. That's coming down. No, it was coming down the pike. Yeah, that's you were saying pipe. Well, I was saying I'm, I'm talking about the pipeline. Okay, the pike line. But yeah, it's but but it's it, it's pike. But people usually say coming down the pipe, right? Is that what yeah. people say? You gotta say but pike. It's actually, it's coming down the pike. Correct. Right. Um. Uh. We got we we got vaccine news. I think something's going on with Moderna. You Uh-oh. seeing this? D-Wade? You seeing this? What happened? D-Wade, bro. What's D-Wade, going on? I'm, I'm I'm Moderna. There's nothing we don't there's nothing like, there's nothing has come out yet, but yesterday the CEO of Moderna sold all of his shares, made a full, like 460 million, sold all of his shares and quit. Quit the job and then there was like three other Moderna execs also did the Am same I gonna thing die? and they dipped out. They got out and like every like the whole pharmaceutical community is like, yo, I think some shit's about to like come out here pretty soon because people are jumping shit. So you're just inciting a riot for with no true information, just wild speculation. So I don't it's sleep. All, tonight. It's all speculation. The everything that I read is also speculation, but people are just saying this type of shit doesn't happen unless something's about to come out. Okay. People don't jump ship like this until well, like fuck me, huh? Yeah. So, la uh, sh- strap in. I'm strapped. Strap fuck. in, bud. Uh oh. So we're gonna keep we're gonna keep a close eye on uh, the news, and we will keep you guys updated here as we always do. Yes. On the important things. Yes, I need to know. And one last thing that we uh, 
that we're going to keep you updated on this. And this will actually, this actually now officially closes the book on uh, the Brian Laundry and the Yellowstone chick that he fucking killed and yada Gabby yada. Petito. Remember, Gabby Petito. Mm-hmm. We are now going to finally close the book. Mm-hmm. It is now the coroner's office has come out. They have released all the docs. My man shot himself in the head. Okay. Committed suicide, shot himself in the head, and uh, was absolutely gnawed and torn apart by wildlife. Perfect. Yeah. That's the detail. I didn't... I... Body parts were all over the 10 feet over there and 20 feet over there. Yeah, perfect. There was no skin left when the people got, when they found them, they were just like, yo, there wasn't even decomposition. There was no smell because just the animals took care. Straight bones. Yeah. Okay, good. So there, that is the ending to that very tragic story. Yes. But I know we, I think we were, I think we were pretty much the biggest podcast that was, had our finger on the pulse of that entire investigation. Credit to you for that. Yeah. Maybe Pulitzer down the road. I don't know, but you should get, you should get some nods. We were all over that and I just want to make sure it came out today. We keep you up to date here and we can now put that one to bed. Lifetime. If you need me for your movie, if you need some, uh, some counseling, I'm here. Hit us up. 305-741-3671. Now, Mike, you've been stocking the house up in Washington State with all the stuff we need if we have to disappear, right? Yeah. That's not a good look. That's not a that's good a look, no. That's, that looks like a no. That's giving me a no. That looks like a no. Mike? Mike. Book we, the flight. We get up there. You, dude, we tuna told you fish. This. We told you this. You rotate every three months. Yes. We told you this. Okay. We need like those sticks that you can just, you, you can put in any type of water and drink it and it filters yes, through and you won't die. Yes, exactly. Exactly. We need those. Um, as always, guys, we love you. Thank you always for listening. Rate, subscribe, review. Go get some, make some friends and go, you know, how about this? I got to check. The next new friend that you guys make, because mm-hmm. we, you know, we're all never done making new friends. No. If it's maybe it's a new coworker, or maybe maybe it's not like a friend. It's just someone that you kind of like. You ran to him at the bar. Maybe, Tell them. Maybe Tell them it's about the us. exotic dancer that you're going to see after work today. Right. Let them know. Yeah. Maybe, Let him know. Maybe you're bellied up at the bar, and, you, and the bartender, she's of course, or he or she or they are 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 nice to you because they're making you know they want a tip, but you got her for a second. Say, here's a tip. Shut the funk up, podcast. Boom. 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 So you know maybe the next friend that you guys uh, meet. Tell them about the pod. There you go. See you next week. Later.